Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ex-Congresswoman Michelle Bachman joins us today. She had represented the Minnesota 6th District from 2007 to 2015. Founding member of Tea Party Caucus. Currently, Ms. Bachman is the dean of the Robertson School of Government at Regent University. Uh, she has been sounding the alarm about the World Health Organization's so-called treaty. It's something we've been monitoring very carefully and uh, share her concerns. I, she is here to give us an update to save medical freedom. Uh, it'll be interesting to hear whether she has gotten any traction amongst her colleagues, former or otherwise, who are serving in the U.S. Congress. Uh, last time we talked to her, she was telling us she was having a great deal of difficulty getting them to pay attention. Uh, we're going to also show you some data on the uh, World Health Organization's uh, proclivity for declaring emergencies. They are already underway on a regular basis um, in a way that we've never seen before. So there's something going on. We'll get into it after this. Our laws as it pertain to substances are draconian and bizarre. The psychopaths start this way. He was an alcoholic. Because of social media and pornography, PTSD, love addiction, fentanyl and heroin, ridiculous <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a doctor for <laughs> sake. Where the hell do you think I learned that? I'm just saying, you go to treatment before you kill people. I am a clinician. I observe things about these chemicals. Let's just deal with what's real. And we used to get these calls on Loveline all the time. Educate adolescents and to prevent and to treat. If you have trouble, you can't stop and you want to help stop it, I can help. I got a lot to say. I got a lot more to say. Thanksgiving is almost here, which means it's time for the best GenuCell sale of the year. Just in time for the holidays, save over 60% off both of our personally tailored GenuCell skincare packages at GenuCell.com Drew, so you can look your very best at all of your Thanksgiving gatherings. Look 10, 15, 20 years younger, guaranteed with the best natural skincare anywhere. Take advantage of GenuCell's best sale of the year and say goodbye to fine lines, crow's feet, puffiness, and dark spots. The GenuCell experience is like no other, but don't take my word for it. You will look and feel your absolute best or your money back, no questions asked. So for results in 12 hours or less, GenuCell's immediate effects is included for free. Plus, if you go to GenuCell.com Drew now, you'll get a free upgrade to priority shipping. That is GenuCell.com Drew, G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com Drew. And so, as I was saying, Michelle Bachman served in the U.S. Congress from 2007-2015, representing Minnesota's 6th District. And again, founding member of the Tea Party Caucus, uh, currently the dean of the Robertson School of Government at Regent University. And before I bring um, Michelle Bachman in, uh, Caleb, I wonder if you would show us that little timeline thing you were showing about public health emergencies of international concern. So it seems like we magically had there that those are the numbers of serious public health emergencies that have been declared sometimes uh, above and beyond 
the committee recommendations of the World Health Organization just by the, well, we're going to talk about what the fiat authorities are, not only of the World Health Organization above and beyond any duly elected sovereign official, but also within the World Health Organization, it looks like they have some problems with people exerting themselves wherever they may. So please welcome Michelle Bachman. Hello, welcome, Dr. Michelle. Drew. Thank you so much Good for joining us again. Yeah, Such a pleasure. And uh, so I guess the the place to start is with an update. Uh, we have been monitoring this carefully since you first sounded the alarm and our audience first came uh, to understand how serious this is when you first visited with us. Um, what is the update? How are your peers responding? Are they getting any traction? What, where are we? Well, we're further along than we were before. We had approached several members of Congress on the U.S. Senate side and on the House side. We really hadn't gotten anywhere, but the good news is in the last month, we were able to hold an actual off-the-record hearing, you might say, United States Capitol on the Senate side of the Visitor Center. Mm. It was sponsored by Senator Ron Johnson of Wisconsin. Mm. We had members of Congress attend. We had chiefs of staff attend. We had legislative directors attend. We've never had that happen before. So this was a very mm -hmm. positive event, and we had a fact-rich presentation, probably about two hours or so of a presentation. The Epic Times was there. The Washington Times was there. They recorded it. They live-streamed it. So we had more coverage than we've had in over a year. So that was wonderful. Uh, members of Congress mm -hmm. are just barely starting, so they still need to hear from constituents. It's a long way off, but we went from having nothing to at least having some traction. And what helped was to have some very well-educated physicians who are there speaking about this threat, mm -hmm. in addition to people who've been involved in finance on Wall, on Wall Street, who see what a threat this will be. Uh, I was there to participate. So we had really a wonderful session. I was grateful that we were at least able to be in the Capitol and present information. This is far more than we'd ever gotten before. But again, there's a long way to go to get people educated. But here's the other positive, Dr. Drew. We now have a change in the Speaker of the House. We have Mike Johnson, who is now the Speaker of the House. He is surrounded by people who understand this issue in a way that previous staffers, I don't think, did. Mm. And so we have a chance, I believe, to also be able to get this information before the Speaker of the House. We also have a uh, committee chair, Representative Chris Smith of New Jersey, who I spoke with at the Capitol, who is intending to hold a hearing, an actual hearing on this in the Capitol. So this is moving down the road. But here's the other challenge. On the other side, it's timing. We've had some meetings mm -hmm. at the World Health Organization since you and I spoke. Mm -hmm. This coming January, there's an expectation that the proposed finalized amendments and health treaty will be presented publicly so we can read it. However, the World Health Organization has already announced they will not have their documents done in time. So according to their mm. own rules, that means they shouldn't be allowed to proceed next May at the World Health Assembly in Geneva, Switzerland. But they're still saying, oh, no, no, we're going to proceed. Even if we violate the protocol rules, we plan to proceed. So here's the bottom line, Drew. They intend to have all their final written documents done, and they'll be given to the delegates of the World Health Assembly, essentially the members of the United Nations. And they'll just be presented with a document at the last minute that they can't possibly comprehend 
or have time to read. And they'll be told, okay, let's go ahead and approve it. All in favor? Aye. Great. Hit the gavel. That's what their intention is. But, you know, we have time between now and then to alert more people. Are you, uh, I, when I hear you speak about the traction you're getting, I feel like my lungs can fill with air. It feels like a relief. Are, are you, I, I understand there's still a, a long road ahead. Are, are you optimistic? Road, yeah. Are you relieved? Yeah. yeah. I, I am optimistic because Drew, we've had nothing. I found out about this about a year mm. and a half ago and we've been progressing this issue. Now we have legitimate credentialed um, uh, professionals who are physicians, people who are in investment banking, all the rest, who actually see this. You understand this issue, Dr. Drew. Other people are mm-hmm. beginning to understand this issue. So when you get credentialed people on board, it's difficult uh, to, to say these are just crackpots because they aren't crackpots. They're very well-educated, credentialed people. So we are getting somewhere. But again, I think we've had a certain measure of divine intervention, if you will, just by the selection of Mike Johnson. And he's had to just get budgeting issues passed. I mean, they've, they've just been treading water in the Capitol. So I think that there may be an effort uh, afoot where we can get more hearings held on this and then hopefully pull the Biden administration in front of the House and they need to answer questions. They need to talk about this grab of national sovereignty from all countries on healthcare decision-making. But really, what is the bottom line that's about to be created? It is effectively a platform for global governance. And that sounds like a tinfoil mm-hmm. hat thing to say. I assure you it is not. That's what these people intend. They want to have a huge global mm-hmm. power grab into the United Nations and that's what, what people, a lot, of, a lot of common people, you might say, I'm a common person. A lot of people are starting to pick up on this now. And it's always Congress is the last to know. But when Congress is finally just starting to be penetrated, that tells me we're getting a lot closer to achieving our objective. Oh, that's good. My, my understanding is that the nations have to turn down membership. Uh, it's, it's some sort of um, opt-out agreement that if you don't opt out, you're automatically in. Is that accurate? The way that, thank you for bringing this up, Dr. Drew, because the way that the adoption of the international health rules works is that if nations don't object, then the amendments are deemed passed. And so what's, today we have 307 proposed amendments to the international health rules, as well as a global pandemic treaty. And what we were told last May in Geneva, Switzerland, is that the 307 amendments and the proposed international pandemic treaty would be merged into one document. They would be synthesized, and the bottom line result would be the same. Uh, international or healthcare decisions would be removed from national decision makers, and that decision making power would be transferred to a global governance authority like the World Health Association. So that means then that once we transfer sovereignty, that's why sovereignty is everything. Once we transfer sovereignty over decision-making to the international healthcare body, which essentially is the United Nations, then we don't get that authority back. So just like President Biden announced that an emergency status, we were in an emergency status in the United States for almost three years. It wasn't until May 11th of 2023 that President Biden finally lifted emergency status. 
we effectively had our constitutional liberties suspended for three years here in the United States. So what President Biden is hoping to do at the World Health Organization is to allow that body that level of decision-making control so that the WHO could announce a public health emergency of international concern. In other words, emergency powers. And then we would be without remedy in the United States. We couldn't go to our congressman. We couldn't go to the, we couldn't appeal to the Supreme Court. We couldn't appeal to the president because we would have already transferred sovereignty over healthcare decision-making to the World Health Organization. That puts us in a terrible position. We have to have almost godlike trust in the World Health Organization to make decisions based upon our best interests, which is an impossibility, uh, to think that somehow this would end well. It won't. No, it just seems so. I mean, how we have gone, it's so odd to me that, that, you know, we've gone, you know, the, the, your, your most effective unit, I keep telling everybody, is a well-trained caring physician and a properly informed, yes. motivated patient. And anything you do on top of that, anything, you adulterate it, you make it less effective, less efficient. It's been bad enough dealing with hospitals and re- regulators and insurance companies. Yes. Now we're going to continue to centralize upstream all the way to the world. It makes, yes. it's the most, it's the most upside down idea I've ever heard of. And uh, that people well, aren't exactly alarmed right. by it. Go ahead, please. Well, I, th- I think because of your show, people are getting alarmed by it because this is the greatest power grab in all of human history. Let that sink in. This is the greatest power grab in all of human history. You have Stalin, you have Mao, you have Hitler, you have totalitarian dictators that have emerged, Pol Pot, all over the world but they were a dictator either for a nation or for a region. This is a global power grab that would impact virtually every human being on earth. That's why these sorts of power grabs, you can't trust that somehow they'll end well. It is the antithesis of what the United States government stands for and what our constitution protects and what our Declaration of Independence anticipated. So we would lose our Bill of Rights under this transfer of power. And that's why uh, the president, President Biden, is without authority to give up national sovereignty to an international body. This is an illegal action on the part of our president. But law is one thing. That's what we've been seeing in the last three years. Law is one thing, but practice facts on the ground are another. So if you can actually have facts on the ground of power, that's outcome-based power grab. And at the end of the day, we lose power. Because again, for three years, we had an unconstitutional suspension of our civil liberties. Well, where do we go now to get those liberties back? The worst thing that we could do is fail upwards and give away that level of power to an international decision-making body that we can't trust. What would you, what do you, for two, so I have two questions. One is, if anybody's going to push back on your position, what is their criticism of what you're saying, number one? And number two, I think I've seen the World Health Organization X, um, some of the leaders on X, saying that this is misinformation and misinformation is rife and you don't understand. So what do you say to them and what do you say and what is the other pushback you're seeing? 
Well, I think I think the pushback to your first question would be people would say, "Oh, that's not true. That's impossible." And that's really part of your second question, which is people yeah. who are on X from the World Health Organization saying that this is misinformation. Well, one, some of the amendments that they're proposing, the 307 amendments, deal with empowering the World Health Organization to be the global censors for what they say is misinformation and disinformation. So we would have global censorship as well. Well, of course we would. If you're a totalitarian dictator, you want the power of censorship against those who oppose you. So my, so I, you would be I misinformation. Would I would be misinformation. The parallel economy has empowered us to care for our health, well-being, as well as longevity. Likewise, for us pet parents who now have a place to go when it comes to keeping the family dogs, cats, even horses in the best shape possible. As a dog dad, I'm thrilled to be working with Pet Club 24-7, a company founded by two guys who lost dogs to serious conditions, including cancer. Pet Club 24-7 has an incredible array of products, including a line of supplements for humans, such as the Inforce Plus Corollius Versicolor and Inforce Corollius Versicolor with Reishi. My friend and colleague, Christina Ferrari, a cancer survivor herself, swears by it. When I was diagnosed, the doctor in the emergency room told me, you have two years to live. Oh boy. Along with the stem cell, I took these. I have been in remission for eight years now. For dogs, mush puppy treats are a fan favorite. Rex went, oh, oh boy. Oh, he came right. Oh, there he is. They are also made with the Coriolis Versicolor Mushroom, which supports their immune system, according to hundreds of clinical studies. Here's Kristen Ludlow, National Vice President. That strain does matter. We do have the most potent strain, and we also extract it in a proprietary way. And that's why we've been having such wonderful experiences with these products. Mush puppies are made here in the U.S. There are no fillers. It's not addicting. Your dog can't accidentally overdose. Go to drdrew.com slash petclub247 for a discount off the list price. That is drdrew.com. P-E-T-C-L-U-B-247, Pet Club 247. But what I would recommend, right. what I would say is that the best defense is just read the 307 amendments. Just read the proposed global pandemic treaty. These people weren't shy about putting their goals and aims on paper. This isn't the wild rantings of a former member of Congress. These are actual proposed amendments on paper and a proposed global pandemic treaty, it's words out of their own mouth. They're telling us exactly what they propose to do. And uh, if, if, if we're wrong, then let's be proven wrong. Let's be proven wrong by those who say that this isn't what it is. Yeah, it's, it's always amazing to me when people, when they do push back on something like this, they would say, oh, you would never use it for that purpose. No, 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 that's not what we intend. And even that, I, I think to myself always, yeah, that not, might not be your intent, but you're given that authority. It might be somebody else's intent, even if it's not yours. Yeah, that's right. And again, they, they put their words on paper for us to see. And anyone can go to the site. It's who.int, and it was the 76th World Health Assembly. Anyone can go and watch it. It's posted online, who.int, the 76th World Health Assembly. All you have to do is watch the roundtables in the afternoon, click on the documents, read the amendments for yourself, read the global pandemic treaty for yourself, listen to John Kerry 
the climate czar with what he said. Listen to uh, Gibracious, Tedros Gibracious, the head of the WHO. Listen to all of the people who spoke, the people who were in charge of assimilating the amendments and synthesizing them with the Global Pandemic Treaty. They're very clear about what their intention is. They're not hiding this. And I think because it's so audacious, that's why it's difficult to believe that it would be true. Who in their right mind would want to have global power to make declarations that every citizen on earth had to obey? Nobody, nobody has the wisdom or the knowledge to know how to make a decision for every human on earth. And yet these no, arrogant no. pretenders think that they have. So that's why this is just on its face. It's a patently bad idea in the first place. And so that's why I'm so grateful, Dr. Drew, that you are paying attention to this issue. And again, don't take my word for it. Go to who.int, the 76th World Health Assembly. Watch these sessions for yourself, and you'll see what I, what I think you'll see what I saw. Read it for yourself. If you disagree, that's fine. But we need to make sure and ensure that the World Health Assembly never gets power over the the healthcare decisions for American citizens. Can can you review uh, for people who may not have uh, been listening the last time you were on the program what is included in this treaty in terms of climate and animal well being and uh, gr- uh, you know yeah. mica schist well being apparently uh, geology gets <laughs> well being at equivalent status to to humans. Can you review some of that for us? Well, these documents show the arrogance of, of uh, how the, the decision makers view themselves. They view themselves as, as individuals who literally are in control of every aspect in our lives. They believe that they can make call the shots for every area of our life. One area, for instance, that they spoke about was, as you mentioned, misinformation, disinformation, censorship. They ascribe to themselves the power to decide what is misinformation, what is disinformation, and how we need to be censored in our speech. So just that alone is a tremendous power grab. We see how communist China utilizes censorship of speech for its citizens, and it's that level of censorship that is being uh, projected for the future for all of us. That's nothing that Americans have been used to other than during COVID. We saw we saw those <laughs> levels of censorship, and certainly we don't want to see that in the future. Also, they talk about an area called One Health, and One Health looks at the environment, which by shorthand, I would say dirt, trees, um, that's the environment. Then they look at animals, which includes insects, cockroaches, and then they say humanity, which is human beings, people who, who breathe. So One Health envisions that decision-making will be made in a grid where humans will equal animals, cockroaches, which equals dirt, the environment. And so those who are making decisions won't elevate the needs of humans over the needs of dirt or over the needs of uh, uh, flora or fauna or they won't elevate the needs of humans over a cockroach or over a bee. So decision-making de- um, de-elevates the humans and instead actually elevates dirt and the environment over the needs of humans. I mean, this is bizarre stuff, 
This is strange stuff. This is not the type of society that we're used to, but we're looking at a level of power where decisions can be justified based upon this very small elite and group. And also this, these documents envision something they call the council of the parties. The council of the parties is a fancy way of saying, we're going to have a very small group of elites and these elites will meet in a sort of perpetual constitutional convention. Whereas, so they can pass a global pandemic treaty and the amendments this coming May, so they can pass whatever they want, but it includes this thing called Council of the Parties. And so it's very convenient for these elites. So anything that they don't like, they never have to come back again and ask the nations for permission. This little tiny group of elites will meet for the Council of the Parties, and they'll perpetually be able to just change rules and make rules any way they want at any given time without ever having to go back to get it ratified by all 193 member nations. It's very convenient. It is a complete dictatorial power grab. Like I said, it is the greatest grab of power in 5,000 years of recorded human history. That's why it's important that we pay attention, that we don't just uh, slough this off because once the deed is done next May, if in fact it does get done, it will change our lives completely going forward. The Council of the Party sounds like something from Game of Thrones. I mean, it really sounds uh, fictional, like like it's something in a, in a, some sort of sci-fi movie. Yeah. We're, we're, or even well, you can't like believe Star Wars. it. it we're is, meeting. I, no, you can't believe it. Yeah. I agree. It it's insane. I I read these documents. Hmm. I've read other documents before on really terrible ideas. I'm a federal tax litigation attorney. That's my background. I've been a researcher on educational projects and issues. And I served in the Minnesota State Senate. I served in the United States Congress. I sat on the Intelligence Committee where all we did is study Islamic You've read bad ideas. So I've read a lot of really bad, <laughs> terrible ideas. This is probably the worst idea, Drew, I've ever read. And I honestly didn't want to get involved in this fight. I've gotten involved in a lot of fights. And this is a bad one. And it's, it goes up at the yeah. international level. And you're just dealing with a lot of unsavory characters. And it it it's I'm wondering who are the major funders. Last time we were talking about how the Chinese Communist Party was in there, it certainly sounds like they would welcome this sort of authority, particularly if they have any sort of financial control over the organization. Yeah. Who who is funding this, and what what are the funders who are not us? I know taxpayers are as well. Yeah. What are they thinking about all this? Well, you're right, Drew. We, we provide the number one source of funding. We always do. We're always the patsy in the United States. We pay for terrible ideas. So we're the number one funder. But Bill Gates has been a big funder. So here we have the World Health Organization. Why in the world is a private billionaire, Bill Gates, allowed to take his money in? And rather than the United States having the number one voice and sway, it's actually Bill Gates who's having his way together with the Communist Chinese Party, but also his organization known as Gavi, G-A-V-I. They have a big voice in this as well. They're the ones that are pushing all the pharmaceuticals and the, the vaccines, as well as the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. When I was in Geneva, Switzerland, attending the World Health Assembly last May, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation was in town conveniently during the assembly, having their, having their presence 
and meeting with uh, those who are at the foundation. So Bill Gates, I would say, is probably the individual who's having the most influence privately, but he's working in conjunction with the communist Chinese, with Gavi and um, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, because these vaccines work for them during COVID. There's a lot of money that was made. A lot of billionaires were made during that pro- during the COVID um, era of about a three-year period. And it isn't just money. I, I really have come to believe it has almost more to do with control than it does with money. Because Bill Gates has mm. uh, his own agenda, uh, and he's the one who'd have to be probably questioned more on that. But he has an agenda, clearly, and he's determined that he's going to get his way. Wow. Well, listen, I have to take a quick break here. When we come back, I, I want to throw up some of that uh, data I was showing at the beginning in terms of these public health emergencies of international concern and who's doing it and you know how, how uh, silly some of it has been and how frequent it is becoming and what a change it is from the past. Uh, Michelle, is there somewhere you'd like people to go if they, is, I guess, stop the, uh, stop the WHO.org? Is that where you're referring people? Yeah, I think that's an excellent site to send people at. I'm the dean of the Robertson School of Government at Regent University. So if an individual wants to speak with me directly, go to regent, R-E-G-E-N-T dot E-D-U. Uh, we have PhD programs, master's programs, and we're trying to credential people who actually know something, who can fight back against all of all of these really bad ideas. So people can reach me at regent.edu, type in Michelle Bachman, and you can get to me, and I'll be happy to communicate with people. That's Michelle Bachman. We're going to take a little break. Be right back. If you're trying to figure out the right present for someone, you will not go wrong with gifting the most comfortable sheets, clothing, and accessories that your friends and family have ever felt. Of course, I'm talking about Cozy Earth. Cozy Earth has the softest and most comfortable sheets, blankets, towels, PJs, joggers, and more guaranteed. Susan and I love them. In fact, we still have Cozy Earth sheets on our bed. I slept in them last night. I was thinking about how great they were. And look at this. I'm wearing one of their super comfortable t-shirts right now. I don't get, I just can't get enough of Cozy Earth. Their sheets are durable, machine washable, and come with a 10-year warranty against defects. So no surprise that Cozy Earth's brand has been featured on Oprah's Favorite Things for five years in a row. Whether it's their luxury pajamas, super soft bedding, loungewear, or plush bath towels, you will love shopping and gift giving at Cozy Earth. Here's my gift to you this holiday season. Go to CozyEarth.com, enter code DREW to save 40%. That's CozyEarth.com with code DREW. CozyEarth.com, code DREW, save 40%. I think everyone knows the next medical crisis could be just around the corner, whether it comes in the form of another pandemic or something much more routine like a tick bite. You and your family need to be prepared. That's where the wellness company comes in. You know the wellness company. We have their physicians on like Dr. McCullough frequently. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals you can trust. And their new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy. It's really, it's a safety net. It's an insurance policy yeah, absolutely. that you hope you're not going to need. But if you need it, you sure as heck are going to wish you had it if you need it. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin, z the medical emergency kit provides a guidebook to aid in the safe use of all these life-saving medications. From anthrax to tick bites, 
to COVID-19, the wellness company's medical emergency kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured, knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to help you and your family stay safe from whatever life throws at you next. Go to drdrew.com slash TWC. That is drdrew.com forward slash TWC. To get 10% off today, just click on that link. Susan and I have been looking for nutrition-packed, great-tasting greens drink for a while. And then we tried our friends at Paleo Valley's Organic Super Greens, which is superior to what's out there on the market. Our friends at Paleo Valley, well, they think of everything, and they've created what's been called a magical green powerhouse. All three delicious varieties, pure, unflavored, strawberry lemonade, and tropical, contain 23 certified organic antioxidant-rich superfoods, including the highest quality spirulina. It's also free of cereal grasses, gluten, grains, soy, and dairy, and no added sugars or artificial sweeteners. And what's more, it delivers digestive enzymes, polyphenols, which are believed to burn fat, and eight essential amino acids. Imagine the time, effort, and cost of trying to make this yourself. It's impossible. Head on over to drdrew.com slash paleovalley, and you will get 15% off your first order. All the great products they have there, 15% off at drdrew.com slash paleo, P-A-L-E-O. And we'll be talking to Autumn Smith at the uh, top of the hour about that product, uh, something I use today. And we are on Twitter Spaces now. If anybody wants to ask a question, uh, you just go over to Twitter Spaces and you raise your hand and I will bring you up to the uh, podium to ask any question it might be and realize that we'll be streaming out on multiple platforms, um, Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, everywhere. So just know that you'll be uh, consenting to that. And this cartoon that Caleb has up here is how you join Spaces and how you ask a question. But, uh, Michelle, I wanted to put the, these uh, windows up that Caleb pre preferred for us, uh, prepared for us. Can you put the first one up there, Caleb, about uh, the, what does he call himself? The, what is Tedros' name or title? Does he have a title at the World Health Organization? There he is. He's the, he's the director, director general, which, again, sounds... Director general. Yeah, director general, which sounds a little bit similar to, uh, what, what does uh, Xi Jinping call himself? The... Uh, <laughs> But anyway, but okay, we put put it back up there again. Yeah, yeah. No, I think it is like look up Susan Gigi Bing's title. Uh, he declared the current monkeypox outbreak a public health emergency of international concern, and overrid himself was overriding the World Health Organization emergency committee, which decided against this having been a public health emergency of international concern. And of course, it was not. It was a highly localized uh, viral outbreak in a specific risk population, and it was not of international concern. It was of, of certainly, of course, a public health concern, of course, of concern to the men who suffered this thing, and de definitely of the caretakers. We should be an infectious disease community watching carefully, like we always do when we take care of our patients. What is he doing overriding the very committee that he serves? Well, it was a, a public health emergency of political concern. That's what it was. It was meant to be a, another power grab because if you can, you can state that something is a public health emergency of international concern, then again, all sorts of other powers are triggered and the United Nations then has the right to go into the nation that he has designated and make certain demands and uh, and have certain powers that they didn't have before in that nation. 
So this shows us before they even transferred this level of power that they're hoping to next May, that this level of power has already been abused. Uh, Jabracious is not a medical doctor himself. So here he is, uh, at least Dr. Fauci was a, was a medical doctor, but he got so many calls wrong. And we have Jabracious, who's not a medical doctor, overriding the power structure. So clearly they have no intention of following rules. They have no intention of being restrained. The beauty of the United States government is that whether it's executive, judicial, or legislative, our government initially was meant to have jurisdictional limits that each branch of government can act so far and no further. Unfortunately, we've seen that those jurisdictional boundaries have been crossed, but supposedly with the passage of amendments and the whole process with the global pandemic treaty, there should be limits on power. But uh, Jabracious has showed he doesn't recognize limits on power, just like this committee of the parties will literally have no limits on power. It is whatever they want. So it is a global dictatorship effectively that's being envisioned. And this is their declarations, uh, a timeline of declarations starting, what is that, like 2015, Caleb? Yeah, it actually, it starts at 2005, but the first one is like right around between 2009 and 2010. And then all of a sudden, if you're looking closer at the chart, around 2015, they start declaring more. And then it's like in the space of about five or six years, they declare like six of them all at once. All of a sudden, monkeypox is a public health emergency of international concern that this is what they're trying to grab power for. I'm guessing... I'm guessing the 2005 little marker there is uh, H1N1, which was a reasonable international concern. What's interesting about that particular outbreak is no one even knows that one happened because they didn't uh, upset the functioning of uh, society for that one, which killed 300,000 people, mind you. And it was brutal. I had that one. It was a terrible virus. And you know that was always my point is like that was one that that was a that was a pandemic, and that one you don't know it happened. The next one you upended the world for. What the heck? Isn't there an intermediate zone where we can make decisions and use our judgment and make risk reward analyses that are a little more nuanced than either you we don't even tell you about it versus we make you shelter in place and close your businesses and livelihood and destroy your mental health. You, you know, during the hearing that we just had in Washington, D.C., sponsored by Senator Ron Johnson of Wisconsin, uh, Dr. David Bell gave an excellent presentation. And one of the most mm-hmm. salient points that he made is that, you know, pandemics are relatively rare. They're not frequent. Mm-hmm. They don't happen very often. We had the Spanish flu 100 years before we had the COVID pandemic. And he said they're, they're very rare. They usually don't go too terribly far. But he said, now all of a sudden, just like your graph showed, now all of a sudden uh, they're being declared all of the time. And again, this has more to do with an outbreak of political power grabs than it actually does medical health emergencies. Dr. David Bell is from Australia. He's a medical doctor. He's also a PhD researcher. And so he gave incredibly brilliant information on just pandemics, the outbreaks, the frequency of the outbreaks. And so again, we're being had. This is we're we're given all this trumped up information that isn't true, and um, so decisions are making 
are being made on the, on the basis of faulty data, a faulty foundation, in order to justify an unjustifiable power grab, the likes of which we've never seen before. Yeah, it, it is something to behold here. And, and why there's not a major panic about this. I mean, I'd be more panicked about this than I would have been about uh, our latest pandemic issues. This is much more threatening to, yes. I don't know, to our sovereignty. I, I, well, I don't it understand. is. I, and, I mean, and, I, and I, well, I, I think it's very simple in that um, very few media outlets have talked about this. This has been out there. It's been around since uh, 2022. We've known about these threats from the Biden administration. The Biden administration introduced the first amendments. It was 29 amendments in 2022 to affect the same outcome, the transfer of national sovereignty. They thought they could go under the radar in 2022 when they met in Geneva, Switzerland for the World Health Assembly. It would have been the 75th World Assembly, but few people found out about it, raised a stink. And then there were some small countries that objected. And thank God they did. Mm. Some small countries in Africa and South America. Thank God, because they objected. Those amendments didn't go through. And so we didn't have this power grab happen. Now it's a little bit more high profile. But I'll tell you, when I was in Geneva, Switzerland, there wasn't one member of the United States House of Representatives. There wasn't one member of the U.S. Senate. I didn't see the United States media covering this issue. So, well, of course, not. Uh, alternative, of course not. Uh, the uh, alternative media has been covering it. You've been covering this, Dr. Drew. Thank God. So now some people are getting to know that this is a real and viable threat. And your audience can read about it themselves. If they want to go to WHO.INT, they can read the proposed 307 amendments. They can read the proposed global pandemic they treaty. They should see it. And yeah. then they know for themselves mm-hmm. that this isn't tinfoil hat wearing, fire breathing not cases. This is actually reality. But look at how our country is being run. I mean, if you want proof that there's problems, just look at how our country is being run today. And then this doesn't seem quite so far-fetched. So the uh, director general is the head of the World Health Organization. The general secretary is the head of the Chinese Communist Party. Uh, I would have a hard time distinguishing between those two titles, I must say. It's just a little bit uncomfortably close to one another. So again, uh, I will take calls if you guys raise your hand over Twitter Spaces. Caleb, I need to be made a uh, co-host yes, if I'm to do it that. looks um, like her phone just accidentally disconnected. Oh, wait, she's back. Here she comes. Sorry. She's back. Uh, there we go. Uh, but it is. It, it is uh, if you have questions of Michelle Bachman, we can take them there. Uh, we're going to go for a few more minutes. By the way, it's Chairman G. It's not General yes, Secretary? Yes. Susan would know. It she is. Knows. Jerry, Susan's very, very uh, concerned about the the Chinese Communist Party involvement here. She sees the long arm of that party in everything distasteful, and uh, and so so it's it's uh, what do you say again? It's uh, President uh, Chairman Chairman Chairman. Okay, I thought it was going to be like um, supposed to direct comrade or something like that. God, God King or something. <laughs> and if you don't have questions, that's okay too. Whoops! Uh, why am I getting sound here? Have to have it plugged in, unlike your previous direction. Um, <laughs> I know se- former second. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo always referred to him as Chairman G. So I think it is Chairman Susan. 
chairman it seems right uh so let me go up here and get some questions here a lot of people oh now i see a lot of people with their hands up i didn't see that before chairman isn't isn't strong enough for him <laughs> Uh, leader so we're gonna this is the swamp we're gonna give him or her a chance to ask a question of michelle bachman uh we're gonna go for another 10 minutes or so so uh uh go ahead uh mr swamp <laughs> or mrs swamp you have to unmute yourself guys that's another thing show your cartoon again caleb so people hey i'm the, here uh, i'm here there we are sorry Go right ahead. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hey, uh, I've spoke to you before, Drew, friends of Tony and uh, mm -hmm. and Mr. Ellis. Um, mm -hmm. And I wanted to ask you uh, about, uh, you know, I, I listened to Andrew Huberman, who I know you're very familiar with. Uh, just the longevity. Mm -hmm. If you could go back and say, I wouldn't have taken the vaccine. I would have. I didn't take it, uh, but I have family members that did. Um, what is the longevity uh, impact? I mean, I, obviously, you don't have the answer. But what what are your thoughts on you know what we've seen so on, far? Is this gonna is this well? I mean, if indeed, thanks, thanks, man. If indeed it is having the effect on uh, excess mortality that some people are claiming, and Ed Dowd and the insurance actuarial uh, organizations have been raising some alarms lately. I don't know if you've seen John Campbell's latest video. But if indeed people's lives are being cut short, I don't think it will have an effect on longevity absent medical illness. The question is, is it precipitating neurological, vascular, cardiac disorders, diseases that, that uh, cut life short? That's the question that needs to be answered. I, I don't know. You know, I've got my ears open. I'm paying attention. Uh, luckily, I survived the J&J &J vaccine, but that was immediately taken off the market the next day. It shows you how maybe careless we were uh, with things. Uh, so it's it we'll, we'll have to see. It's still being worked out. Uh, I see the data going back and forth. I don't know what the right answer is yet. Uh, people like the people that have to put money where their mouth is are not ones to sort of Mm, look casually at numbers. So I, I tend to think that if the actuarial organizations are concerned, we should be concerned. And Michelle, speaking of finance, my understanding is part of the World Health Organization treaty includes some sort of takeover of the financial system. Is that is that accurate? Uh, there are implications on the finances as well. We heard from uh, the Solari Group who gave a presentation and there will be implications with property ownership, even just the property ownership. And it's because of the World Health Organization interfacing with the World Economic Forum. And there's an overlap between both World Health Organization and World Economic Forum. And as many of your audience members know, World Economic Forum is projecting that in the future, people will own nothing and they'll be happy. So that includes the lack of ownership of public property and um, how that is all going to be done is not have has not been my area of study but it what was suggested during our uh hearing that we had the capital is that uh, taxation will be at such a level that it will be very difficult to maintain home ownership let's uh see if we can get one more in here if you don't mind this is uh Tillich. Again, don't forget to mute your, unmute yourself once you come on up. 
And then, Michelle, I'll let you go in a few minutes here. I'm just going to sure. make you hang on for just a second, see if anybody has anything pressing they want to ask you. Uh, do you unmute yourself there, uh, Tillich, Tillich's ghost, Tillichum's ghost? Hmm. Well, I, I have a little bit of a policy that uh, if the uh, unmuting does not go well, I throw you back in here. I'll tell you what, um, Michelle, I don't want to uh, take any more of your time that you've already kindly uh, given to us. Uh, it is Stop the World Health Organization, stopthewho.org. Go there to uh, to find out more and to throw your hat into the ring. And is there are there things? Uh, I have two last questions. One is there some place people can go to watch that hearing that you had? I, was it not a hearing? It was sort of a symposium. Number yeah. one, and then number two, what what's coming up? What what are you looking forward to next? Are there things we should look for? Milestones, meetings, hearings, whatnot, and when? Yes, uh, the the Epic Times. I think if you go to the Epic Times um, archive, their their site, they would have the posting of the hearing you could see it in its entirety it was it was excellent it's gone out to a lot of people they've really enjoyed the information because the the information was from very credible solid physicians financial people and they did a marvelous job on it and ron johnson was excellent you know he's he's discouraged in a lot of ways he was one of the strongest yeah. voices during covid to question what the United States government was doing. And it's discouraging because there not much has been done with adverse reactions. And unfortunately, you would think a lot of the physicians in Congress would be willing to come forward and say, look, we got it wrong. But you don't have the, even the physicians in Congress coming forward. That's been very discouraging. As to what we're looking forward to, I think it's important that the Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, who is a good guy, that he just hears from people to know that they want to hear hearings on this proposed takeover of the WHO. And I think it's important that he hears that from people, that we want to have hearings and we want to hear what the Biden administration has to say. Um, uh, Xavier Becerras, who is the Health and Human Services Secretary, was present in Geneva, Switzerland when I was there during the WHO meeting. Mm. And he issued all of these uh, tweets, uh, you know, on, on X now. At that time, it was Twitter. He, he issued all of these kind of yay, sis, tweets as a cheerleader saying mm. how the United States is behind this. We're all for it. And I think these guys need to get on camera, under oath, under a subpoena and have to testify to what they know and be confronted with what the documents say. Because they have to answer mm. for the documents, not just hyperbole, the documents. And how could this even be possible under our uh, constitutional Republican form of government? Our constitution de um, demands and promises a Republican form of government. That's not the political party. That means a representative form of government. If we give up national sovereignty over healthcare decision-making to an international body, then we have lost a Republican form of government. So I think that Mike Johnson will be very open to this. He was a former constitutional lawyer. And if we can get the Speaker of the House okaying hearings, I think all of a sudden we'll go from zero to 60 in terms of public awareness. And there's always a chance. I'm an eternal optimist. There's always a chance. So I don't think this is inevitable. But if good people don't do anything, this will go through. 
because the bad guys are in charge and they want to have a dictatorship, a global dictatorship of power over healthcare. Michelle Bachman, thank you so much for joining us. We'll check back in with you and keep up the good fight. Thanks again, Drew. Thanks to, thanks to your audience. Thank you, Michelle. Appreciate it. So uh, I want to... Um, She's awesome. Yes. I want to put a little uh, light on something Michelle Bachman just said about the physicians in the uh, Congress or in the, in the uh, representative government not speaking up. You know, I was thinking about this the other day is that... Actually, many days I'm thinking about this, but... It is at once possible to have been right and wrong, right? This is this is the part that that seems impossible for people to sort of admit. You you may have been right to really push the vaccine in the darker hours of the uh, alpha and delta outbreaks, and you may well have saved significant numbers of lives, and be wrong continuing to force it on twenty year old males where the risk of myocarditis is about an order of magnitude or maybe two orders of magnitude more significant than any adverse event from the COVID. So uh, you can be at once right and wrong. Uh, so it would be fine to say, you know, we got it right and we got too enthusiastic and that's where we got it wrong. But to sort of say it's all right and all wrong, I think is going to be a mistake. I think we have to be very careful about that. So um, let me just look at you guys here. Sorry, I'm, I know you a lot of you want to ask a question, but I'm afraid I don't have a chance to do that. Uh, in the remaining moments I have, I wanted to bring uh, in someone from Paleo Valley to discuss their product because we had not had a chance to talk about it yet, and it's something that I use. So I wanted to bring in Autumn Smith. Uh, Autumn has been uh, the brains behind Paleo Valley, which is some of our favorite. Most favorite. Susan and I love these products. And so I want to give you a chance to talk about the Super Greens. We've not, you've not talked about that anywhere and I've started using it and I, I here's, let me, before you open your mouth, Autumn, I, I know I'm jumping all over you. Let me just say to me, it was, it was so odd. It's so odd that there are people taking these little fruit and vegetable gummies, uh, cause you know, news outlets are, are suggesting them. And when they have this, which is something vastly superior. And so go speak to that. Yes. Well, I'm just grateful that people are making an effort, but our super greens powder came about because we're living in unprecedented times where everywhere, anywhere between 30 to 90% of us are nutrient deficient. So that means we're not getting enough nutrients to survive, let alone thrive. And people are busy and the nutrient content of our food supply is lower than ever. And so we wanted to create a very, very high quality powder that just made it easy and most importantly, delicious for you and your whole family to get 23 organic fruits and vegetables in one serving. And unlike most other greens powders on the market, we didn't include cereal grasses. Cereal grasses often make up the bulk of a powder. And for people who have sensitive stomachs, you know, gluten intolerance, celiac disease, uh, the lectins in cereal grasses can lead to significant digestive upset. And that's what I found. And so we took out cereal grasses and instead we put in the highest quality spirulina in the world. Now spirulina is one of the most nutrient dense green foods ever studied. It's endorsed by the United Nations as a cure to malnutrition and by NASA. They've, they've even said eating one gram of spirulina is kind of like eating an entire plate of fruits and vegetables. So we made it all organic. We added high quality spirulina, and then we just sweetened it with monk fruit. And because there's no cereal grasses in it, it doesn't taste like grass. You don't have to cho choke it down. It doesn't taste like dirt. It actually tastes like fruity and just like fruits and vegetables should. And it's one of our best selling products and something I consume at least once a day, because one serving is the equivalent of about 
one serving of fruits or vegetables. You know, I, I don't know if anybody else is doing this, but I put it in with the bone broth and uh, it oh, works. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do. I it do does. It and, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that bone broth stuff. Susan and I were like weirdly attached. Yeah, that's, that's once weird. a day for my family. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah, no, it's without yeah, exception. I love it. And, you know, it's good because like I, I don't like to eat breakfast, but when I start getting a little hangry around 12 o'clock, I have my bone broth and it gets me through. So, you know, then I have a nice lunch. So, And that's great. Uh, and there's and benefits and, uh, to that too. And Adam, tell, tell them your story about how, why you funded all this and what your training is so people understand why we're so enthusiastic about you and your stuff. Well, I had digestive issues as a child that no doctor I was exposed to knew how to treat. I had IBS. And, and I just kind of, they told me to take gas X, which I did for a very long time. Nothing really changed. And I eventually developed mental health issues, significant mental health issues. And I really kind of struggled along until I met my husband who believed that we could fix this thinking outside the box and with food. And so we started cleaning up our diet and eventually we got led to the paleo diet. And in 30 days, my digestive issues were gone completely. And then over the course of the next year, my mental health, uh, it became significantly improved so much so that I quit my job as a celebrity fitness trainer working for Tracy Anderson. And I went back to school and I'm just now finishing my dissertation for my doctorate in holistic nutrition. But the main th hole in the market we saw was just the products that would make a whole food, really clean, organic lifestyle, just accessible and easy and delicious. Most of all, really delicious for people. And so that's why we started Paleo Valley. And uh, Susan and I have been consuming your stuff like right along the, the <laughs> meat sticks we take when we travel with the bone broths every day. And now we added the super greens in. But I, but she I, also I, has the, the golden milk. Oh, what's with that? Turmeric and oh yeah, that's really good. Yeah, go ahead. Well, yeah. So turmeric is obviously one of the best studied superfoods out there. You know, it shuts down the NF kappa B pathway, which reduces inflammation. And we wanted to find a delicious way for people to have that every day because most people aren't consuming enough spices, and they're literally their medicine. And so we combined ginger and turmeric and medicinal mushrooms and we in coconut milk powder, and we just made it delicious and something people would want to consume regularly. And we were also inspired by the Okinawans who had a daily turmeric tea. And at one time were at least noted for their longevity. I feel like you've been withholding that from me. Like I'm not, <laughs> like I didn't know we had that. <laughs> we're, we're gonna... Yeah, it's in there. Is that is that something that we just you just add water to, or is that something I I uh, put in the coffee like everything else? <laughs> I think I like it with water or a little milk, even mm. almond milk. You could. I've never tried it with coffee, but I'm not afraid of that. I, I but think I think it you might be okay. you can put it in a shake too. But it oh, also sure. is a natural blood thinner too, right? Maybe? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Turmeric has so I many. I mean, it, yeah. No, I'm sorry. Dr. Drew could probably tell us too. Yeah, I when people hear bone broth, they go, mm. ew, bone broth. Like they think chicken broth or when you get bone broth. But what people need to understand is that when you have vanilla or chocolate or the unflavored, <laughs> there's no taste. It just It's just naturally high in collagen and tastes really good. So you guys check it out. Or, or the chocolate, that's what I like. The chocolate's really yeah. good. All right, well, Autumn, I just want to give you a chance to uh, remind people what your mission is, what your training is, and what your products are, because, again, we are big enthusiasts, and we appreciate you being part of our, our little world here. 
So, um, well, thank if, you so uh, much. You have anything coming up? Anything? Any? Anything on the uh, drawing board? Oh, we always have a lot. We're coming out with an organic That's, kind of superfood <laughs> coffee that contains medicinal mushrooms, and then this ingredient called um, coffee fruit extract, which has been shown to improve BDNF levels in your brain by over a hundred percent. So, yeah, it's like coffee upgraded, or kind of like an on switch for your brain that doesn't only rely on the caffeine. So, I'm pretty excited about that. Wait, tell right, us so, more about medicinal uh, mushrooms. That- Ooh, yeah. Medicinal mushrooms are, they've been used for, they've been studied and used in Asia for a very long time. Really significant benefits for the immune system, for your gut function. Lion's mane mushroom in particular has been shown to reverse mild cognitive impairment in a clinical trial uh, in Japan. And Rishi, yeah, it goes on and on. There's so many. Yeah, people people use the mushroom. They like the mushroom coffee combo because of those cognitive effects. And uh, I've got some physician friends that swear by that. So it'll be interesting to see your product. So please keep us informed. We'll send you some, okay? All right. Thank you. And again, it's uh, com slash paleo. And uh, do you have any kind of anything you put out, any uh, newsletters or anything they, you can, they can sign up for? Absolutely. They do. You can go to paleovalley.com. Yeah, and sign up. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Susan. Or, or go to drdrew.com slash paleo and there's also, you can sign up for the the emails and also- Oh, it gets through there. Okay, If good. you use the code Dr. Drew, well, if you go to our sponsor page at drdrew.com, you get 15% off your first order. So you can stock up on everything and use code Dr. Drew, I do believe. Yep, or just click on the link on drdrew.com slash sponsors. Great. Autumn, thanks. Great to speak to you. Always such a pleasure. Thank you. For well done. Bye. Okay. And let's put up uh, upcoming shows here on the line. We've got, I know Aaron Cariotti. She looks so healthy. It makes you want to buy this. Shirt. I, I know. I know. And she's, you know so, I mean? she's so smart. She's so well, glowing. She's well informed on the topics <laughs> that she's representing. So I, 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 I think my hair got a lot thicker mm-hmm. drinking the bone broth mm-hmm. and it grew longer. I think it's, uh, it's just, I don't know. I feel better overall since I've been using all these products. I've you know, eaten I've so many of their, those supplements sticks. And I got a, a huge box, like a <laughs> grab so box. You don't have, oh yeah. man, so many of those. Yeah, I eat so you much. You don't have time like, to eat otherwise. Oh well, yeah. No, he has I, I grab them so and go. Like, he can't grab. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he has to eat. No, it's good for him. He has to eat beef. It's very rare. Like I went to like a grab snack that I can have. In fact, like I tried to eat Mm. nuts for the first time, and I think probably four or five years, thinking, "Oh, I must be better." And then I had a, I think yesterday was the last day of an eight day like flare up of my Crohn's disease because I was eating nuts. No. I know it was the dumbest Not idea good. ever, especially with a new baby, but I did it. But these <laughs> Paleo Valley, these sticks here, I can eat those all the time. I can eat five or six of them and I'm totally fine. Yeah. So if yeah. you have yeah. any stomach she, issues, these are very, healthy and good. She, right. She's very carefully They're kind of fermented things. too. Like, you know, the Slim the, the Jim you get at the, the... fermenting process is an important part of it. Actually, yeah. When yeah. you go to get a Slim Jim at the, yep. you know, the 7-Eleven or whatever they're very spicy and fatty mm. these are like perfectly uh processed with okay i'm starving now. with um i know with a, <laughs> some kind of a a mm. fermentation so it's good it's like a hot dog it tastes so good all right let's put those uh that schedule back up there again yeah so it is uh, joe allen with kelly victory next week i think that one is is that early? It's the following week. It's going to be early. Uh, November 21st, uh, which is the Wednesday, I believe we will have Dr. Cariotti in here to give us an update on Biden versus Missouri. And the 22nd should be an interesting day. Uh, Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene and then Jennifer Say, both uh, very interesting guests and should uh, be 
I mean, Representative Green is uh, entertaining. No matter how else you, whatever else you feel about her, she's uh, an interesting person, and uh, I look forward to talking to her. So that's next week. Uh, do join us. They're all at 3 o'clock Pacific time. We appreciate you uh, joining us today, and we appreciate Michelle Bachman um, giving us an update on the World Health Organization Treaty, so-called. We will see you on we're Thursday here. We'll see you on Tuesday at 3 o'clock. Ta-ta. Ask Dr. Drew is produced by Caleb Nation and Susan Pinsky. As a reminder, the discussions here are not a substitute for medical care, diagnosis, or treatment. This show is intended for educational and informational purposes only. I am a licensed physician, but I am not a replacement for your personal doctor, and I am not practicing medicine here. Always remember that our understanding of medicine and science is constantly evolving. Though my opinion is based on the information that is available to me today, some of the contents of this show could be outdated in the future. Be sure to check with trusted resources in case any of the information has been updated since this was published. If you or someone you know is in immediate danger, don't call me, call 911. If you're feeling hopeless or suicidal, call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 800-273-8255. You can find more of my recommended organizations and helpful resources at drdrew.com slash help. Yeah.